0: Hello there. General Kenobi! (laughs) You are listening to Mando Talk, your home for the Mandalorian chapter breakdown, speculation, and all kinds of Star Wars fun. (laughs) (laughs) What is up, Ugnaughts and Jawas out there, and welcome back to Mando Talk. I am your host, Caleb Keller, coming to you from our razor crest of a studio, finally, and I am not alone. You think back to when the Resistance was fighting the First Order in the Rise of Skywalker. Yep. You know how, um, oh, it's some random First Order officer is talking to one of the Imperial officers, and he's saying, oh, they're just people. We do have people finally in studio, but to us, he's not just people. He's That's the co-host, right. Nolan, and I've, go, I've went ahead and given you a nickname. Nolan the Speculator Ferris is okay. back in the building. Okay. What's up, man?
1: Oh, uh, nothing much. I'm glad to be back, uh... I like the nickname. Like the, the Speculator. Name. Speculator. <laughs> Wormhole. That's about, that's about how. The worm burner. <laughs> the diving board. <laughs> you know, just take it right off the deep end. Yeah. But no, uh, no, I like it. Uh, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back in front of a microphone and the camera. Um,
0: the camera missed you.
1: I think it did. <laughs> I know all you guys out there missed me. Uh, so, wait no more. Absolutely. I'm here.
0: Absolutely. Well listen, let me get some plugs out of the way. Go uh, ahead. First of all, this is your home for Mandalorian and Star Wars discussion. If you couldn't tell from the intro. So regardless of where you're at, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, you name it, we're there. So click that subscribe button. Uh and yeah, check out our YouTube channel if you'd like to see our beautiful faces. Uh, we would really appreciate it. And while you're there, leave a like, leave a comment, do all the things that you could possibly think of to make us look good, because we would really appreciate it.
1: That's right. That's (laughs) right. Do it. uh, Do it. uh, I will say this is the best home. He says this is the home for Mando Talk, Uh Mandalorian Talk, and General Star Wars, but this is the best one you can come to. So I think so. Like he said, communicate with us. Do everything you can, and that's you know that's what we uh, love to do is communicate with you guys. So. Absolutely,
0: and so to communicate with us, go ahead and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Mando Talk. Uh, like you said best part of doing this is just getting to communicate with the star wars family and the community now there is one additional thing as far as like housekeeping goes we didn't really put this on air last week but we went ahead and made the decision and put it out there on twitter we have decided to go to a monday weekly release schedule only because, well, actually a couple of reasons. First of all, it's most beneficial for the most important group, and that is you, our listener. And I think it's most beneficial for you because it's going to drop right on time as far as your commute to work, school, or wherever all of you Ugnots and Jawas go to throughout your week. It's going to drop right at 6 a.m. Central Time, which is here for us locally. But like I said, that's going to be really early for you to just access it whenever you can in the middle of or beginning of the week so i'm really excited about that time for you uh but also i think it's going to be beneficial for us as far as mando talk goes because it makes sure that we give quality content and that what Mm. we push out there has been uh executed perfectly And it also gives us flexibility as far as our schedule goes so i'm excited about that you want to add to that kind of what your thoughts on our monday schedule
1: yeah so basically um I think that it would be easier for you guys uh, to keep us on, you know, front of your mind as soon as the work week gets started. You know, you can listen to us on your commutes or if you're headed to the cantina to get a libation, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, whatever, You're pick your poison there. But um, so we don't want to be... <laughs> forgotten over the weekend because we know most people are off on the weekends and spend time with their families and and we totally understand that so we want to be on the top of your list as as far as a monday morning commute Mm -hmm.
0: absolutely and i will say though to add to that that's not to say that we won't possibly go back to the Friday release, especially when Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett sure. kind of yeah, st- stuff comes sure. back. Like whenever they get back on the Friday content releases, I mean, obviously we'll probably still continue to get together those Friday nights to record and talk. Uh, so we'll see. We'll evaluate it. But right now during the off offseason, uh, we think Mondays are the best way to go and give us some feedback on that. Uh, show us some love on that decision. If you love it, if you don't like it, slide into our DMs and kind of just share some feedback on why you possibly don't like it. We'd love to hear it. Right. Okay. Anything else to add to that? You good?
1: No, I was just going to say, you know, um, if if it's something that you don't agree with or don't like, you know, like Keller said, you know, please let us know so we can give you guys what you want. Absolutely. So.
0: Now, we're gonna treat this as another news week. Uh, last week, me and Zach Horvath, Zach Horvath, was kind enough to to come on and kind of cover for our busy schedule. And me and him had a discussion about all the tons and tons and tons of news that was pumped out over the past couple of weeks, and we had a blast. So go back and check that out. I mean, we touched on Ryan Johnson. I mean, everyone loves to hear about that. Oh yeah, we oh, touched yeah. on Daisy Ridley. Everyone loves to hear about that uh bad batch so much stuff is going on in star wars and it's a great time to be a star wars fan so we're gonna do kind of that same structure today where we talk about the news there's not that much this week but we're gonna have fun with it because i think oh, there's like sure. it's like
1: quality news like there's a lot to talk about with those news pieces. i think there is and the speculator is going to speculate the speculator <laughs> <laughs> no but um uh, shout out to zach um I always love watching his content yeah. that he provides. He's great, man. He's so good and he brings a whole new perspective to the ball game. Yeah. So, man, great job last week. Sorry I couldn't be a part of that. Um, but it was awesome to watch. Yeah, yeah. As a Star Wars fan, it's and super awesome to I watch. I feel
0: like I continue to like force this on him, but I'm I'm going to force <laughs> him I'm going to force him to be on the show a little more. Oh yeah, cuz it'd be great to have him on here.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's always it's always a big ticket.
0: And like, we haven't had an opportunity for us three to be together yet cuz we had like tech issues the last time we tried we to do it.
1: We did. We've been together <laughs> once and that was when we were like a year ago. Rise of Skywalker, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh it's a long time coming. I'll get with you guys soon enough, but yeah, <laughs> no, we need fair. to have a full panel. Fair enough. Uh fair enough uh so, <laughs> so let's do this always, he's always good to be yeah on the he show. is he really
0: is now typically we would start with theatrical news because obviously I'm still of the belief and I know Zach is not like he's all for Disney plus is where Star Wars should be yeah <laughs> I'm still the um Star Wars is always going to be a theatrical kind of thing for me only because and it's probably because I'm just holding on to that too closely to my chest to my heart it does seem like Disney and Lucasfilm is definitely focusing more so on Disney plus but regardless we will always Always open up on our news weeks talking about theatrical news. However, this week there isn't really any. But I did want to go ahead and ask you, Nolan, while you are here, because Ryan Johnson thing. I mean, that's I gotta hear what you think at least. I, like, are you interested in hearing a Ryan Johnson trilogy whatsoever, or no?
1: So I am not a as big a hater as some of our co hosts that we have on here. Ba ba. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but I. I think it would be good as long as he starts out with his own game plan and, like, does all three films. Because yeah. the directing was okay. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, it was a quality the movie. The writing was awful. Okay. But, and, and, you know, The Last Jedi. But, <laughs> I mean, the directing was fine. Yeah. And I think if he has a clean slate to work with, mm-hmm. You know, I think it'll be, I think it'll be okay, and it's going to be more Star Wars content. So right, and that's
0: my biggest pushback too. Like, yeah, sure, you might not like the Last Jedi, but, and you might know more than me. Tell me, someone else out there that's more talented than Ryan Johnson to take control of a Star Wars project, other than Taika Waititi. I mean, we already mentioned more. him last week. Um, I don't. I, Deborah Chow. Okay, Deborah Chow. I <laughs> mean you awesome love Deborah Chow. Yeah. That's fair. But as far as like a movie goes, I mean Ryan Johnson right. is one of the most talented guys out there and I get that his first one didn't stick. Like it did not land. No, it did uh, not. So I get that. I really do, but I would I would just prefer another Star Wars trilogy over not having one because of a we don't like the director kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, I did want to get your quick take on that. Yeah, and one
1: <laughs> other thing, uh my opinion on the whole theatrical slash disney plus thing uh-huh. I know we've talked about it before, um, and listening to uh Zach's thoughts on that mm-hmm. man, I just don't know <laughs> like I like both, yeah, but so here's here's my thing, the main ticket item, what you're going to wanna see the most, and what's gonna get everybody hyped up is something in, in the theaters. I think That so. is gonna like get everybody in one group mm-hmm. and say, this is what we're doing, the big ticket. Yeah. However, we're gonna get more Star Wars content through Disney Plus. Absolutely. So that's where I'm like, okay, since I know that we don't have any big movies on the ticket for right now yeah, a
0: couple years a few years away yeah
1: it, yeah it's a ways away but we've got something coming out this year mm-hmm. that star wars that's what i'm going to be focused on yes so right now and i'm i'm easily persuaded <laughs> so like it is yeah. the, you know i'm all about fan service and if you're giving me star wars stuff that's what i'm going to be at right. so right now i'm kind of interested in disney plus <laughs> you know you know
0: fair enough fair enough <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but that's kind of where I'm gonna be wherever they're giving it at yeah if, it, if it's in the theaters I'm gonna be there right if it's at home sitting on the couch I'm gonna be there I mean I'm there every day <laughs> sitting <laughs> yeah. on that couch right <laughs> so so you know I'm uh I'm super excited about the Disney plus thing in the same breath I'm excited to see what next is in the theaters right so
0: absolutely agree with you but but because you're absolutely 100% correct that Disney Plus is the game, let's get into our Streaming Wars segment. Here we go. Streaming Wars where we talk about the Disney Plus news, the rumors, Hang on just a second. the
1: speculator. Still looking for the theme song. Still yes. looking for it. So that was send a, a great idea. That send was a great in. idea yeah. pitched
0: by Zach last week. If you come up with a Streaming Wars Theme song. I promise you, we will play
1: it. Or it just a jingle. It doesn't have to be like a whole song. Like some, right, yeah, something. Fair.
0: Like two seconds. I will play it. Yeah, we'll play. Fair it. enough. Listen, on the streaming wars uh, topic, on that subject, we got our second look at. Finnick Shand, one of our favorite characters from the Mandalorian, I keep liking her more and more. And I think as I'm talking about this, I think Nolan's going to pull that picture up for him to see that a little bit better, so we can talk about it. Yeah,
1: I'm going to pull it up on Mando Talks Twitter. There we go. At Mando Talks. There you go. On Mando Follow Talks that Twitter. account.
0: So Star Wars Instagram account they shared a second look at Finnick Shan in the Bad Batch, and to be honest he's displaying it for the camera, displaying it for the camera. To be honest, uh, it was kind of like 50-50, at least from what I saw on Twitter. Some people were like, man, it'll be okay. Like, don't stress about it. It's just animation. And then some people were like, man, they just completely got that wrong. But here's my take. And then I'll ask Nolan on, on what his take is for the way that Fennec Shan will look like in the Bad Batch. And I will be the first to admit, initially when I saw it, I was completely taken aback because I was like, well, that doesn't look like the Fennec Shane. I know whatsoever, at least the face, but the costume does. Uh, But then I had to remind myself, and I think all of us need to remind ourselves, this is Star Wars animation. Uh, Think about what Count Dooku looks like in the Clone Wars. I mean, Nolan, if, if you're struggling to remember what Dooku looked like, look up what Dooku looked like in The Clone oh, Wars. Oh, no, I remember. I mean, it is not... Like his face is a
1: mile <laughs> I long. I know. It's
0: like night and day of those two characters. So, again, if you're finding yourself really negative and critical of that animation, step on back. Take a couple steps back. Just realize that... Um, we've had this happen before and it's all going to be okay. That's my first point. My second thing is I think it's hard to evaluate the style of Finnick Shand without seeing her fully immersed in that animation style. I think it'll look completely Are different. Are you reading your tweet? No, I'm reading your reply. My, okay, yeah, that is one of my replies. <laughs> so, yeah, yes. that's what I was... Uh, I'm
1: reading some of the comments and but replies yeah, and, on
0: that post. And we're actually going to get to that. I think we're going to yeah. share some of our reactions with that. Um, and I kind of compare it to this. We're, we're from Tennessee, those of you that don't listen. And I think about the Nashville Predators. When they released, and that's our local hockey team in Nashville, mm-hmm. um, when they released their new jerseys a couple years ago, a lot of people didn't like them. Right. But whenever they're skating on the ice, they look great. Mm-hmm. So it's, yep. I think it's one of those things. I wanted to throw that parallel in there. I think Finnick Shandle will look way better in the Bad Batch when we actually see her immersed in the Bad Batch. I'll go ahead 100%. and pass it to you, Nolan. What did you think?
1: So yeah, I mean, first glance, it doesn't look, it it doesn't look the same. Right. But like uh, Duchess of Darksaber Light. Right, at Darksaber Light, yes, I was gonna mention. So yeah, no, like um, it's growing on me, Mm -hmm. and I can see where they come up with that. But like I like uh, like some of the other commenters said, it it will look better in motion, like you yep. were talking about the jerseys at, and everything. Yep. At
0: abandoned lizard, wanted to throw that shout out out there.
1: Yeah, no, like so, I agree with all you guys. I at first, yeah, it does look a little off. Mm-hmm. But no, I it'll be okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I think if that is the biggest worry we <laughs> have to worry about as far as the Bad Batch series. This series is going to be phenomenal. We're going
0: to be in a great spot. Oh, we're going to we'll be, be in happy. a great
1: spot. I mean, if we're just worried about the way this one character looks, I think yeah. it's going to be great. Yeah, and I'm but, excited. You know, that's 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 us, though, right. as Star Wars fans. Yeah. We complain about everything. <laughs> no, True. No, but like realistically, we are very particular, and we like everything to a T. Yeah. So this being a little off, I can see where it can cause some kinds of you know, right? Uh, stank, but yeah, I think it's fine. It'll be okay. I mean, it when will be.
0: when May the Fourth comes around and you're you're celebrating Star Wars because it's already Star Wars holiday basically, um, and you play the Bad Batch if you're thinking about that animation style on that beautiful day, nah, fam, that ain't that ain't it, bro. Nah, fam, <laughs> take that down the street, bro. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm excited, and I know at D. Hoth Podcast is also excited. They tweeted at it's very excited. Their, that was their reaction. And, and that's how I feel, too, as far as the Bad Batch goes. Uh, I'm just really intrigued to see how it connects to Revenge of the Sith because we've already seen in the trailer uh, Palpatine's giving his Galactic Empire speech in the Senate. So I'm excited. I think we might possibly see Order 66 from the Bad Batch and their perspective that's what I'm most excited about. I am interested to see how long it runs. And me and Zach actually touched on that a little bit last week in relation to when Loki was coming out. So go back and check that out uh, to see our thoughts on that. But yeah, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about the way Fennec Shand looks in the Bad Batch. Let us know what your excitement level regarding the Bad Batch. Now, oh yeah, our next piece of Streaming Wars news is... Really exciting, and um, yeah, those of you that listen to the show, you know that Game of Thrones is like phenomenal in my view. I mean, I could talk about, all right, we're turning this into a Game of Thrones podcast. Here we go. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Deadline is reporting that Game of Thrones alum Indira Varma is joining the cast of the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series. Now, I know I said it. drop. Yeah, mic drop for real. (laughs) Um, I know I said I wasn't going to talk much about Game of Thrones, but I do think it's important to get an understanding of what type of character or role she played in that show to get an understanding of maybe her possibilities in our Kenobi show. So I wanted to do that without spoiling, because I know, Nolan, you've always talked about watching it. You just haven't had a chance to do it. So I'm going to talk about it uh, without spoiling it. She is the wife of Oberyn Martell, and Oberyn Martell has played none other than our boy, the Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal. So we've already got Star Wars connections, uh, and uh, Varma's uh. character, Alara Sand, seeks revenge throughout the entire show. And with that said, I can see her easily playing an assassin type of role, maybe possibly involved with the Hutt cartel, I don't know, since we're on Tatooine, uh,
1: or anything villainous. So you think she's going to be a new character and not like a live action character or a recreation, a younger character? Well,
0: see, and we're going to get into this here in a second, but yes, I, I'm leaning more so toward completely new character. Mm, interesting. Completely new character. But we did tweet out, again, here's like the fourth plug, at Mando Talk on Twitter, uh, for you to vote if you think Varma was either A, playing an established canon character or b a new character and the votes are in 62% are thinking new character, 38% are thinking canon character. So it's kind of close. I mean 60 40 almost basically. I mean Oh yeah. We'll see. We'll see what do you want though? You want uh, new character or canon character?
1: So I would I'm kind of like the uh the polar's. I think it would be cool to have her as a canon character. Yeah. But at the same time, I always like new content. Right. You know, something we can dive into a little deeper and try to figure out, okay, well, who is she related to? Agreed. Or where is she from? What planet is she from? What does she do? Yeah. Just like one of my favorite TV show characters that that is a new character, that's Moff Gideon. Mm Mm-hmm. So he was a new character. We've seen yeah. him in two seasons now. That's a good point. And it's to have the a villain. I think she might be a villain since she's played more of a vengeful um, role in Game of Thrones. That's what I'm thinking too. So, yeah. and every show needs that villain. We don't have a villain yet for Kenobi, like a known story. Yeah. Um, Other than
0: Hayden Christensen obviously being Darth Vader, but we don't necessarily know if he's doing flashbacks right. or if he's actually playing Darth Vader himself. So you're correct in that statement.
1: So maybe a, some sort of villain or... uh, I don't know. Yeah. So it would be interesting most, to have a new character. I am
0: most interested in her being a villain, uh, just based completely off of what I saw in Game of Thrones. So let's talk about maybe the possibilities and predictions. So I came up with a list... Uh, based on things that I know, and you might know a couple more characters or have other possibilities, I came up with a list of as far as characters that I would potentially see being someone that we already know. And the first one on that list is Asajj Ventress. Uh, she was one of the villains oh. in The Clone Wars. She was Count Dooku's, I guess, apprentice. Padawan apprentice. There you go, yeah. apprentice. Um uh, so she was very into the dark side. Uh-huh. Now. Yeah,
1: I could see, I could see that.
0: Yeah, visually she and I think she would play that type of role, that character, knowing how Asajj acts in the Clone Wars perfectly.
1: So how would that tie in with Kenobi because oh. uh I'm not real clear on all that. Uh I remember Asajj ventures. Yeah.
0: So and it's been a while since I've seen Clone Wars, but from my... I know
1: they fought a lot. Right,
0: they fought a lot, but uh, from my remembering and understanding, eventually Asajj found out that she needed to get away from Dooku and the Sith, and Kenobi was very instrumental, or instrumental, instrumental in that process. Like, he and Asajj actually worked together in an episode, and they kind of went their separate ways. They teased the possibilities, and if you can see... uh, my my dog here, Obi. As we're talking about Obi Wan Kenobi. I, know, I mean Kenobi perfect series. perfect uh transition there. Thanks, Obi. Our dog Obi is in studio with us today. Um <laughs> Saj Ventress and Kenobi kinda went their separate ways and the Clone Wars teased, like them I don't know, their story kind of continuing somehow, but it never really happened. So there is definitely a connection. Like there's interest in those characters being together again.
1: And I could see I could see that actress playing yeah. Asajj.
0: I think so, too. Ooh. But I do have pushback.
1: Uh-oh. Unfortunately,
0: in a canon novel, Asajj Ventress
1: died. Yeah, but so did
0: Palpatine. <laughs> exactly. That, that was going to be my pushback <laughs> yeah. to that, though. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> like, whoop-de-doo,
1: everybody dies It's, it's like a soap opera. I think opera. it's
0: possible for Asajj to somehow come back in play, maybe. And I haven't read the book. I think it's called The Dark Disciple. Maybe it can be like flirted with a little bit and twist the words to where, uh, yeah, it says she died, but not really, you know, one of those situations. Mm. She either went back that, in
1: time through like a dark chamber or something. Yeah, she know.
0: got all the infinity stones and uh, <laughs> yeah. she took care of business. <laughs> um, <laughs> either that or flashback style. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, that's always there available. What I mean, yes or no? Do you want it? I
1: think she would make the, I don't know. I don't know about I would like the to see most it. sense. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get to the other others, but let's do that. That's a plausible that's a plausible character for her to so. play. I think so. I just don't know how that would tie into where they're at in the
0: story. No, that's true. And it's hard to bring in a character like that and only have one season possibly, because that's always been the rumor that it's just one season. So
1: let me ask you this. The novel where she dies, mm-hmm time frame mm-hmm. after oh man because that makes a big difference
0: so first of all listener if you know 100 percent, jump down in the youtube comments and let me know but i want to say that it's after revenge of the sith it's after order 66 ugh, order 66 and it's after the clone wars has been wrapped up it's over mm. so she was out there for a while a little bit right. at least until she died, and I think I'm getting that right, and I'm really sorry, those of you out there, if I'm getting this completely wrong. I know, I ask the <laughs> hardest questions. <laughs> no, you're good, <laughs> you're good. Uh, but I, I do think there's a possibility, at least, so I just wanted to throw that one out there. Okay. Now, okay. the okay. next one on the list is kind of where I want to put my, well, if it's gonna be a new, ca- or a canon character, is kind of where I would put my money on, personally, and that is The Lover, Duchess Satine cries mm, the former also dead. Oh, she is <laughs> dead but I think it obviously if that's the case 1000% flashback Man. because they're not going to flirt with that death because it was Darth Maul who killed her right. so they're not going to change that right uh, that one's set in stone
1: yeah the tombstone I mean, has been made she's yeah. dead <laughs> yes no like she so is. it would have to be flashback but that would be some good flashbacks, you yes, know. Yes, it would, man. Golly, and maybe we it could peel be about that onion a little bit more. Maybe
0: somehow Obi Wan and Anakin are communicating through the Force, and I'm totally speculating right now. Uh, and Obi wans like asking, "Why did you do this?" Like, yada yada yada, and Anakin is somehow showing that it was Padme that motivated all of his decisions. And he was, and he just communicates and like, man, if you would just express that to me, I have this past with this woman. And then they can kind of visually see that with each other. I don't know. That is totally out there, like way out there. (laughs) Okay.
1: You're getting a nickname next week. What's that? I don't know, but it's (laughs) the (laughs) Spitballers.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. What do you think, Duchess Satine?
1: I don't know about your whole. Uh, fantasy no, over there. See that
0: one is that was totally that was, off the wall. That's out there. Like that's not in the notes. That was just me spitballing. It's clear that I need to uh, sit back and just not talk for a so, second.
1: <laughs> me coming up trying to, um, you know, battle your fantasy. <laughs> uh, here's mine. So we're on Tatooine. Oh, Set the image. We're detailed. Okay. We're on Tatooine. Young Luke is growing up, still mm-hmm. young, still a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Obi-Wan, you know, has to keep an eye on him uh, and make sure he's protected and everything. Yeah. And while he's doing so, uh, it's almost kind of like Satine shows up, kind of a Force ghost kind of thing, but not really. Just Kind of like a
0: Han Solo kind of thing, because we know he's not a Jedi user. Right. I but gotcha. like
1: in, I guess it would be like a Vision or... A, you know, conscious thing, conscious thing, yeah. Um, in Obi Wan's mind, telling him, you know, how to. And it's kind of like a parent thing for Luke. Okay, I like that. Just kind of like guiding him and giving him advice, uh, like
0: how to be very nurturing or those kind of traits. Sort of, yeah. Okay, I see it. I see what you, I see. What you are putting
1: down, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it kind sounds like. Parenting advice. Yeah.
0: And, it sounds more realistic than my approach, for sure.
1: But I know <laughs> that they're not like... I know that, you know, Obi-Wan doesn't meet him until later on. A lot later on. He, he, he,
0: pot, he, we don't know. We'll see. I think we might uh, venture into that answer in this show.
1: Okay, okay. So, who okay. knows? <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know, though. Like... Yeah. That one is gonna be a creators. Like it's gonna be very interesting if that's the case. Yeah. Well guess what? Your your
0: your girl, Deborah Chow, she's I gonna know. be the one to make that decision. I
1: know. <laughs> I know. And it's probably the best fit. Yeah. Other than like the two all stars, Favreau and Filoni.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. All like, right, let's I, w- I would
1: put her top five. Deborah Chow? Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's fair. Star Wars directors.
0: Okay. Hey, if she knocks Kenobi out the park, you best believe I'm giving her a trilogy. Oh, yeah. If she wants it, she can have it. I think (laughs) she earns it, if (laughs) that's the case. Yeah. Okay, let us know what you think about Satine. I I think it's a very good possibility. Uh, And next on my list is really out there, but I do think it's possible because it would just be like totally deep into the Clone Wars lore, and that's the Force priestesses that Yoda had to communicate with to learn how to communicate with Qui-Gon through the Force. So I think it'd be very possible for Obi-Wan to have to communicate with the Force priestesses to communicate with Qui-Gon, just like Yoda had to do. I can see that. But the issue with that is there were five of them in Clone Wars, so they'd have to come up with four more that look similar to her. Which with technology they got today, they could easily just copy her and make different faces. So, and I know you're not deep in Clone Wars. So, with the four priests, or I think it's I think it's five of them. I don't know. Regardless, there's force beings of these priestesses, and they all have different faces. One's like happy, sad, angry, like all the different emotions that you can have. I think if they if they had her digitally recreated for the four other four with all the different faces, that's a possibility that's a possibility to see that, but man, they would be going deep into lore and mythology, and me as a sweaty, like that would be incredible. I don't know about new Star Wars fans, how that would go down.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't think that's so much on their radar, especially with the Mandalorian you know, diving deep into the Clone Wars and Mandalorian culture and yeah, all this. Yeah, that's true, that's uh, true. I think they're wanting to shed more light on that stuff yeah. and the novels and stuff like that. Well, and again, they push them. Inquisitors em, yeah. and all that. They so. push
0: them to that stuff. That's more
1: yeah, eyes on their stuff, which right. is more money. <laughs> yeah, it gets more people, like, what is that? Yeah. So that's how they make money. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes into, like, the lore and old time you know yeah
0: that'd be really cool because that would be really deep really deep let us know what you think about the force Priestess's prediction now that is it as far as the three canon characters that i could think of off the top of my head i'm sure that there are other possibilities out there that are in like books and comics that i'm not thinking of so you the listener who's smarter than me <laughs> again comment on youtube let us know who you think it could be if it's a canon character. And here's my two, like, just general ideas. I think she could be an inquisitor, and I think you've already thrown that word out there.
1: Yeah. um,
0: A new character that's that's an inquisitor would Mm. be awesome, in my opinion. Because then you don't have to flirt with the idea of, oh, how do we bring Asajj Ventress back? You can just make her a new character that acts like Asajj, Looks like Asajj, but isn't (laughs) Asajj.
1: So, if so, if Inquisitor is the the route they decide to go with, does she communicate with Moff Gideon?
0: Ooh, that's a good connection. Could, could. If they're, have they, I'm thinking back, have they fully anchored down in the fact that Moff Gideon's an Inquisitor? No. I I didn't think so. But they're very much so leaning into that lane.
1: It is seeming so.
0: So I think that'd be cool. And that would be like, I don't know if they would confirm that though away from the Mandalorian would be my only concern with that. I do. Okay.
1: I do. And the reason is- I mean, that's
0: interconnecting right there. That's Avengers level Oh yeah. (laughs) And that's what they're going
1: for. (laughs) Yeah. So my thing is, okay, they want to draw people to Kenobi- which mm. I don't think they're gonna have a problem. I mean, this no, is like prequel, no. wet. I it's mean, gonna get people. Oh yeah, it's gonna get people for sure. And if you can tie that in with the Mandalorian, and then tie the Mandalorian in with the Clone Wars, you've got this big web, and you keep spinning it with, uh, say, she is an Inquisitor, Inquisitor, and she talks to Moff Gideon, or she is, um, cries. Yeah. Well, then you're tying that in with the Clone Wars again. Agreed. Now, I
0: was thinking of something, though, as her being an Inquisitor. What if she is a secret apprentice to Darth Vader, and that's how we keep getting Hayden Christensen, and we see Vader giving her commands to go hunt down Kenobi on Tatooine. And that's how all three of those big bad, or all three of those characters get involved. We got Hayden covered with Vader. That's how he's going to be in the show. He's giving uh, Verma's, did I say that? Varma's, sorry. Varma's telling her what to do. Varma's character, what to do. And that what to do is kill Kenobi. <laughs> and she travels off to Tatooine. And that's the big bad or I mean, not the big bad. Obviously, Vader would be lurking in the shadows, uh, but she's the main villain, I guess you could say, to Kenobi's plot line. That's what I want. I'm I'm saying it right now. That's what I want. I, of all the things that we've said so far... You know, we didn't talk about that one. <laughs> I think that's what I want the most.
1: Holy crap. <laughs> so my wheels are going 90 miles an hour right now. Um, that is interesting. I think so. Very interesting. So let's dive on that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Darth Vader, Hayden Christensen has already been confirmed. Correct. He's in there. Yes. So that is Darth Vader. They're not unless they do flashbacks. Flashbacks, right. They might incorporate both. Think, okay, yeah, possibly both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um He's in there. Now we've got this character that could be an inquisitor. Very villainous, at least. Her past roles have been villainous. Reporting to Darth Vader, Mm -hmm. Darth Vader's main enemy right now Mm -hmm. is Obi-Wan Kenobi.
0: More than likely.
1: Because he betrayed him. Yeah. And turned Padme against him. Yeah. Which lost him his son and daughter. Correct. Correct. That would be my first, my biggest enemy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I was a dark, you know, Darth Vader. Whatever. No, you are not lying. So his biggest enemy is Obi Wan Kenobi because he think he thinks he betrayed him. Mm-hmm. It only makes sense,
0: I think so. And and that decision of Vader sending her out to do it allows the canon content in A New Hope when Vader says. This is a feeling I haven't felt since and we've always thought about, he's talking back to Revenge of the Sith when they fought. That keeps that canon in line, but it still incorporates Vader into the Kenobi show, which is what we all want. I think that answer perfectly pleases
1: everyone, Okay, If you're Darth Vader, Mm -hmm. put yourself in his boots. I can't do a Vader voice. We need Jacob right now. (laughs) <laughs> we need James Earl Jones. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're Darth Vader. Uh huh. Would you send somebody else to kill your biggest rival?
0: Depends on what Palpatine's telling me to do. I guess. I mean, if oh. if Palpatine is telling me to do something that is completely against wanting to get Kenobi killed, but that's still my main mission. Yeah, I'm getting somebody in there to go take care of that while I do what. Palpatine's asking me to do dang although I would probably want that again as Vader I'm not somebody like this I would probably want that feeling myself of taking care of my own business yeah but with that said I do think Anakin Vader might have the I don't know the brain to think okay there's this larger plan let me stick to this but I can get this character in play. But I
1: could see, I could see uh, Darth Vader saying, "Bring him to me."
0: Oh yeah. Okay, it was, okay, I like that. I like that. So a little bit of both. Yeah. Her mission is to go capture him, injure him enough to bring him into Vader, and Vader finish the job. Is what you're saying?
1: Bring him to me.
0: I think, I think the possibilities are endless with that idea. I, I really think, Holy I really crap. after this conversation, I really want her to be an inquisitor. Yeah, me too. Like big
1: time. And report to Hayden Christensen.
0: Absolutely. Listener, let us Dad know what you gum. think. Uh, you probably didn't hear from us first, but this is the first time that I'm hearing it because this is the first time we've had this conversation. Let us know what you think of our idea of having her character play as kind of like a secret apprentice role to Vader to do her his bidding to go get Kenobi,
1: and let us know with the problems of why that can't be. because yeah. if it can, and they don't, uh huh, big loss. Okay, big okay. Loss. <laughs> All right, and my
0: last uh, possibility here was just an Imperial officer, kind of like making a plasma. Well, that's more so like a trooper. I'm thinking more so like Thrawn, like Thrawn oh, and Rebels. Okay. Um. Tarkin in A New Hope. More intimidating than Hux, please, if you're going to do an officer. Uh, I think that's probably the last possibility that I can think of. Like, create a new character that's got that Thrawn level of intimidation. Krennic in Rogue One. Yeah. Something like that. Right, I got it. I could you. see her doing that as well. I mean, she does kind of have that defined jaw cheekbone that all the imperial officers mm-hmm. seem to have except Hux. but <laughs> well you know Hux. You know. man i don't want to go down that route no, i don't want to go down no. there <laughs> what do you think about the officer route
1: uh i don't see it okay i I'll just I be honest with you. i don't
0: see anything except our uh, yeah, idea earlier no, at this yeah. point
1: <laughs> ask me about the other ones you mentioned okay i don't see them <laughs> okay no i, I want to see that that would be something else
0: Yeah, I do too. I do too. Now- I'm
1: trying to think of something that would conflict
0: with it, but I- I can't think of anything currently, but there might be something out there. I don't know, but I really want to see- I want to see- I think that's a great way to get Vader incorporated with the story while pleasing the canon that's already
1: out there. So do you think we'll start like every other Star Wars has started before flying?
0: No. I think it might be one of those cold opens on Tatooine. No.
1: I think it'll start like this is this is how I picture Kenobi starting. Obi-Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. has a baby and he's oh, flying gotcha. to Tatooine. Okay. Oh. And like then he gives okay. him to Uncle Owen. And, and then Aunt
0: Beru. and then disappears like he did in Revenge of the Sith. We just didn't see yeah. him flying in; he was just already there. I think that's how you that's how you started. Okay, I like that because then
1: it would be very clear that this is a continuation of that idea. Maybe while he's flying, he gets a hologram of Yoda saying mm. he's made it, or how he needs to go about his training.
0: That'd be cool. Now, I've always envisioned uh, Kenobi to open, and I've been thinking this for a few years now, Kenobi to open up similar to how Chapter 13, the Jedi opened with Ahsoka, having it open with Kenobi shredding raiders, Tusken Raiders, and then we see the mm-hmm. title Obi-Wan Kenobi.
1: In the sand. Mm-hmm. With the twin sun.
0: Yeah. But now that they've kind of shown the uh, Tusken Raider culture and more of their humanity, I don't know if I'm a, as a-okay as slicing up a bunch of those guys as I once was before. <laughs> Who knows, though? Who knows? Which one do you think? What, what's a better opening to Kenobi? Nolan's uh, more peaceful approach with flying into Tatooine and possibility of seeing Yoda. But I, I do like that, though, because it makes it very clear to the audience that this is a continuation of that story that we left off of at Revenge of the Sith.
1: Well, and then after he disappears after he gives Luke to Uncle Owen, um you know, it it could it could then, you know, he wakes up from a from that dream. Mm. And, he's yeah, in, and he's he's back. in like okay. his cave yeah. with a beard and everything. You can tell it's been a while. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I think both possibilities
0: though I'd be okay with. But I really do, you're starting to win me over, honestly, with that take. You know,
1: he might have, as he's flying in his, uh, in you know, in his, what do you call it? Spaceship. What do you, ship. <laughs> yeah, and ship. He's flying Just, in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not spaceship. That sounded like kid. But as he's flying in his ship, he might be remembering the fight on... Um, Mustafar. Mustafar. Man. You know, he, you see the lightsabers, and then... You know, he's zoned back in, and he's got this baby yeah. in his arms. And then you see more, and then he's zoned back in with the baby, and then he pulls in to Tatooine. Yeah, that'd be and cool. And what if he lands in the same loading dock as Din Djarin?
0: That'd be another cool connection, what? man. Another cool connection. <laughs> Listen, um, I think the possibilities, first of all, the possibilities with Kenobi are endless, as we're speculating heavily on that. But I think the possibilities with Indira Varma's character that is going to be in Kenobi are also endless but before we leave the topic I did want to give a shout out to one of our favorites hopefully one of your favorites Rebel Scum Texan Rebel Scum Texan he tweeted at us to let us know who he thought it could possibly be if it was a canon character and he said either a live action flashback to Duchess Satine or the priestesses teen makes for a good storyline, but the priestesses would make a lot of sense since they trained Yoda. And I I do think we've kind of touched on that, but I would agree with Rebel Scum's take on both of those. I think both of those make sense, but I think after we've kind of talked about this, I think we're going for the um, new character route, Inquisitor-style apprentice to Vader. I think, oh, think that's what we want. I think that's what we want to see. Let us know what you think in the so, comments. Let well, us know.
1: let me ask you this. Real quick, could that not be Asajj Ventress? Well, I If she's not if she's not dead and that novel takes place. Mm-hmm. Yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe Obi-Wan's the one who kills her. Mm-mm. No. No. Okay, that's wrong. I
0: think if it's going to be um if it's going to be that type of character, I think it'll be new. Mm. I don't know. Let us know what you think. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of a lot of possibilities. Okay, that ends our streaming wars segment, uh, where we talk about all Disney Plus news, rumors, speculation, and now we get to the last segment on our news episode, which is Canon Cantina, where we talk about things going on in the video game world, book world, and comic news. And again. Typically, I'm not deep into this stuff. At least right now, I'm really busy. Hopefully, I'll get to it maybe in the summer where I'll be able to check some of that stuff out. But I did want to just go ahead and throw this news piece out there for those of you that are into the novels because I hear you. I see you on Twitter talking about it. Uh, We actually had one of our UK listeners Uh, reach out to me on Twitter asking for us to talk about the High Republic. And I'm going to try to get there at some point. I just haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Uh, But here is our canon news inside our canon cantina for this week. Uh, The novel titled Victory's Price in Alpha alphabet squadron by alexander freed has been released this is a sequel to the novel called Shadowfall, and again i have not checked out this trilogy of books which apparently has just now wrapped up uh but i, I wanted to use this again as an opportunity to our listeners if you have read these three books let me know and tell me why or why i shouldn't read those things
1: other than it's Star Wars. And <laughs> yeah, other than it's Wars Star
0: Wars. Wars. Because to be honest, to be fair, it's hard for me right now to find the time man, and desire yeah. to dive into it.
1: Because if you're going to, you know you're going to get hooked. Yeah. And then you're going to spend so much time reading. and, uh, Yeah. You're no, right. I. And, you know, maybe this summer we can get into maybe. it.
0: Maybe. Well, with this summer, the Bad Batch, baby. Oh, bad God, Batch is going to get all my attention too then, man. But who knows? Maybe there'll be 20-minute episodes like Clone Wars was, oh, yeah, where there won't be as much, uh, so we can dive into some books, novels, comics. But listen, guys, we really appreciate the support, we really appreciate you, uh, checking us out for another week. Uh, that wraps up our canon cantina, that wraps up all of our news. Uh, let us know what you think about the theatrical news, which again, we didn't really get any this week, but we have. Obviously, we're going to continue to talk about Ryan Johnson. I mean, anytime he gets brought up, I feel like it's just a hot topic that everyone's got to talk about. It sure is. Let us know what you think about our streaming wars. We got the news of uh, Fennec Shand, her look in The Bad Batch. We also have the incredible news of Game of Thrones alum Indira Varma being cast in Obi-Wan Kenobi, and we talked about so many possibilities in that. And, yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Nolan, man, thank you for being back. The speculator. The speculator. Listen, when the back. speculator's back, the speculation just flows. Yeah. And I think we came up with the script. We're we're typing it up. We're sending it off to Deborah Chow.
1: Yeah. Uh, she's got it now. You got it handed. So I mean just send the check in the mail is all I can say. Yes. Well listen, man. <laughs> follow us on Twitter, Facebook,
0: Instagram, at Mando Talk. Hit like, hit subscribe, wherever you're at. Don't care. Uh all of those things are will be good for us uh and i really appreciate the listen i will go ahead and it feels weird saying this because it's been a while i'll go ahead and pass it to my co-host to go ahead and send us out of here
1: man we have spoken